Hey guys, this is Sunday Self Care with Sarah Lee, where we come together to work on creating the best version of ourselves. So let's reset this week with a refreshing drink and just talk about burnout. So last week, I actually did not post an episode because I was going through this phase myself and I wanted to go ahead and work on myself and my energy before I could confidently talk about this topic out here with you guys. And so I'm going to start off with the definition of burnout by Ada Health. Burnout is a condition experienced by workers and other professionals in which they develop depression-like symptoms as a result of aspects of their role. And then they go on to say that burnout may manifest as showing signs of physical, mental, and or emotional exhaustion as a result of stress related to their job or workplace. So this definition talks specifically about work, but I think that in a way, being a human being is just its own job. We're expected to take care of ourselves and then go to school and work, buy overpriced items, and then be grateful for what we have, but we're never really allowed to say that we're not happy. So I kind of miss my childhood days when everything was just so new and exciting and all the adults just seemed to be a buzzkill. But now that I was a buzzkill myself lately, I was feeling physically tired, easily annoyed, I had brain fog, and it was like my brain was on autopilot instead of wanting to put meaning into the things I usually do like getting ready, going to class, or going to an event. And so I think that everyone has experienced this, and I especially feel for healthcare workers and then parents and the people that are suffering from hard times right now, especially from COVID. And um, as a side note, I watch a lot of Keeping Up with the Kardashian clips, and it's really proven to me that even if you don't have to technically worry about money and work, that life is still tough and everyone experiences burnout from their own expectations and responsibilities. And also lately, I feel like a lot of influencers and YouTubers that I keep up with have been posting content about feeling burnt out as well. So I'm not sure what's in the air. I'm not sure if this is a yearly thing. Like in late February, everyone's just burnt out and I just forget every year. But there's definitely something in the air. So For me, drinking hot tea with a book and lit candle, that's something that I enjoy like on my own and it helps me to prevent burnout. But in addition to that, I journal in the morning, I go to the gym. If I don't go to the gym, I just become a crazy nut, but I do that and then I also eat foods that, I try to eat foods that make me feel good and altogether that is important to me for avoiding burnout. But sometimes I think that these things are just not enough and the expectations that I put on myself, setting boundaries, making mistakes throughout the week, even like generational stress just coming out and sideswiping you from nowhere, um, and then just showing up as people expect you to, it's just a lot on top of the things that already go on in life. And so a dip in energy was just creeping up on me. And I also think that since it's winter, the amount of sun that I'm lacking kind of makes me feel a bit down, a bit sick. Uh, But I think it sounds kind of hypocritical that someone who loves self-care and someone that talks about it is talking about burnout, and it almost sounds wrong for me to say. But I also think that if I did not focus on self-care in the first place, that I would probably be experiencing burnout way more frequently. And everyone goes through their own seasons of life, and mine just happened to be a more rainy one recently. So we're just going to talk about it in this episode. And to begin, I think that burnout starts with some kind of exhausting event. Uh, I ended up sleeping at like 3 or 4 in the morning, maybe two times, three times, because I wanted to squeeze an extra time to study after wasting some time here and there. 
Uh, and that was the start of my burnout recipe. Then I had some tough days to add out, add to that mix. Uh, for example, Friday morning after getting four hours of sleep, I was completely late to my organic chemistry lab. And it was so cold that my fingers were hurting and I was mad at myself for forgetting my gloves when I knew it was going to be cold. And it was also a bad hair day, so I was wearing my hat and my glasses that I also hate wearing. Um, but in the lab, you can't wear contacts, so I had to wear those. And then on my way to being late to class, I found a $20 bill. Okay, great, I found that. And then I messed up the lab three times, was not able to finish the lab. And then on my way back home, my hat flew off my head. And after grabbing it, I headed home, where I realized that I had a splinter in my foot. So after two hours of trying to get it out surgically with a needle, I finally went out to get some food, only to realize that the $20 bill that I got was fake. So with days like that and then bad news and some aspects of my life, that was just my special recipe for disaster. And I know that whenever we're sick, we have to take necessary rest and eat certain foods to get better. So mentally, I kind of knew that I needed to make additional effort to go from wherever I was back to 100%. And so I did what I usually do whenever I feel sick, and I just Googled everything. And so according to a TED Talk by Alan Ting, not getting enough sleep can atrophy your brain, especially the prefrontal cortex. So now you better believe that after I heard that, I am not playing about my 10.30 p.m. bedtime uh, because nobody wants an atrophied brain. That sounds horrific. Um, and it also affects your, your cognitive abilities and your memory. So in addition to sleeping more, deep breaths actually have been helping me a lot. It used to make me mad or cringe whenever people were like, oh, everything's okay, just take a deep breath. But actually, whenever you notice that you have a negative thought or when your mood is low, close your eyes and breathe in like you're breathing in roses and then exhale like you're blowing out a candle. And so... If you do that, it'll actually like cancel out the negative thought, in my opinion. That's what it does to me. And so it really does help a bit. And then, of course, drinking more water and eating more greens and fruit has helped. But I also took my phone and laptop and I put it in my uh, drawer. And that probably gave me like 40% more mental strength and clarity because I felt a bit more free. It's been like decades since I went without any kind of like modern technology like that where I just didn't have access to my phone and laptop. So during that free time, I did a lot of cleaning, I did a lot of reading, and then I ate food and then drank more water. But then I also sat and thought about my story of origin, like where I came from and intentions of what I've wanted from life since I was a kid. So I used to feel like I was always walking on eggshells and that my job was to make other people happy. And I think a lot of people could like relate to that. But personally, because of that, I've always wanted to just work hard for myself, enjoy my blessings, and then be free to eat whatever I wanted, go wherever I wanted, and dress how I wanted. And just realizing where I came from and where I am now, this, ha- this helped me a lot to relax more knowing that the younger me would have been so happy and so proud that I am where I am now. And so this made my mind more aware that there's just nothing wrong with what is going on right now. And I was at ease. So that might be something that you would want to try. But lastly, something that I did was I cooked something different. And so I talked about the jerk chicken recipe in my last episode on YouTube. 
which was the most amazing chicken that I've ever made. And I'm still thinking about that chicken and I'm going to make it again. But I did that. And then also watching a movie just really brought everything together. And in addition to everything that I did, I had a dinner with a couple of students and professors with TK Coleman, who is a motivational speaker. And he came out to our college. Uh, He flew out and he actually did like a presentation. He's auditioned for America's Got Talent. He's a director of entrepreneurial education for the Foundation of Economic Education. And I'm pretty sure he's an author. And during his speech, he talked about taking risks and how failure is not a big deal at all. And he encouraged everyone to actually start a YouTube channel, to start a podcast, start making content, whatever it was. And while he was talking, I was just imagining like everything leading to burnout. I was like, okay, we got to do this. We got to do this. That's a lot of failure. That's a lot of risks. So during our dinner, I asked him, you know, is there anything that you do that grounds you like on a daily basis so that no matter what happens in life, that you could just brush it off? And so maybe it's like a daily cup of coffee, spending time with family or like a specific hobby. And he kind of dodged my question, but he just said that he much rather enjoyed the journey. And I think that was a even better perspective, a better answer than what I thought he was going to give me. Um, because he talked about how people, um, we all go on roller coasters to enjoy the buildup and the thrill, kind of we're enjoying the whole journey. And the fact that you know that no matter what, you're going to walk off that ride the same way you got on, just maybe a little bit more mentally stronger. That was really interesting. That was some good food for thought. And So today, if you're burnt out or if you feel burnout coming, just make sure you take additional energy and time to do things that you know will help you bounce back, just like we do if we were physically sick. And it's just the low point in the roller coaster ride, you know, just remember the journey that you have taken, like, to get to this point and just know that it'll pass soon. And I think that some people might blame their job. But I think that no matter what job or obligations you switch between, you're still going to experience these phases. So I think it's more so about how satisfied you feel outside of the priorities that you have. And a lot of the videos that I watched on burnout don't have any real remedies. They just talk about burnout all day. But I think it's because everyone's so unique that only you know what you really want to do that makes you feel most alive. And so... This might be making an old recipe that you used to make with a family member, going to the beach, reading a good book, having a wine and paint night with your friends, or just going out to the park for a walk. And so what I experienced is that in the moment of feeling burnt out, I just really have no idea what to do because I'm freaking burnt out. So after trying some things throughout the week, and now that I feel better, Now that I feel mentally like at 100%, I have created little plans for myself that I know worked because I feel like when you're at like a dip or like a low point mentally or in your mood, you don't really know what's working that well um, because your mind is just a bit foggy and everything that you do is just annoying yourself. So now that I felt better, I have created like three plans in one page of my journaling book. And there are three sections. There's sunny day, indoors, and nighttime. So that anytime I do feel burnt out, I'm going to go, okay, is it a sunny day today? If not, I'm going to do the indoor activity. Or is it like nighttime? Is it dark, dark outside? So 
this way it's like really easy for me to know what to do. Like I just turn to this page and I just pick either one, two, or three. So for the sunny day, um, side note, it's actually proven that green scenery improves your mood. So that's why I told myself that I'm going to go for a walk in the park, even though I don't really like walks in the park all that much. But I put that down because that's something that actually does improve my mood. And then I put play frisbee or spike ball with a friend. Then I also added go to a cafe. And then last, I put get flowers and my favorite cupcakes from Trader Joe's. There are these cupcakes at Trader Joe's that are chocolate and they're gluten-free, but they're chocolate and they have this like pink frosting on the top. It's like a butter frosting and it is the most amazing thing. Um, And then next, I have indoors. So I have spend time with family, get a face mask and some cold juice at the store. I have read a book. I have create a vision or travel board. I just really like going on Pinterest and looking up like travel ideas or vision board ideas or uh, just anything related to any of the goals I have to kind of motivate me. And then also I added to watch a TV show because if I'm feeling like if I feel like I'm in a rut, that is a good time to watch a TV show so I can kind of put myself into the main character's shoes and not have to worry about anything else. But otherwise, I never really watch TV shows. Uh, And then lastly, I have night. So for that section, I have grab some snacks and juice and then watch a movie on the TV. I think that watching a movie is great, but it's about like the quality. So I want to make sure that I do like go out and grab my favorite snacks and a nice like drink to get um, for the movie. And then also... Like, watching a movie on the TV feels a lot better than watching it on my laptop just because it feels more or it feels less stressful. I don't really know why. But uh, other than that, I have a cold shower because cold showers feel really invigorating. You should really try it. Um, I wouldn't recommend, like, shampooing or anything while you're taking a cold shower because the soap will not rinse off all the way. And... I also think that having hot showers sometimes give me a headache, so I do like cold showers. Um, So usually I will just like do a warm shower and then end it or do mostly cold after that. Um, Yeah, but I also have have a wine and paint night at the end of that list. So just grab a glass of wine and paint or you can think of some other activity Hopefully it's not like wood carving or anything that has sharp tools, but yeah, I put have a wine and paint night and I have tried all of these things and they were definitely amazing for helping me to, to get out of my burnout phase. So all together, we talked about the definition of burnout. We talked about how if you don't get enough sleep, your brain will atrophy. So please get enough sleep. And then I also talked about how um, having a plan for whenever you're burnt out is pretty good because a lot of the videos I watched were like how to prevent burnout, but you can't really like, if you're going to be burnt out, you're just going to be burnt out. You can't do anything about it. You can't rewind time or anything like that. So it's more so of how to get out of burnout is what I feel like is more important. So I think that having a good plan And formulating that when you're in a good place mentally is really important. So 
Yeah, I'm really glad that it is the end of February because that means that the weather is going to become warmer and the sun will be sunnier. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to this week. I don't really have a lot of stuff going on. This week is going to be a bit of a like a me time week where I just focus on school and focus on eating right in the gym. So I hope that you're going to have a good week as well. Uh, this was Sunday Self-Care with Sarah Lee, and I will be talking to you next week.